Welcome to the Brandon Associates podcast, Insurance Banter. In each episode, you'll experience insightful discussions about important topics you can implement in your business to become a more effective insurance professional. And today, Chris and I are excited to be joined by uh, Jim Gardner from ViewSpection. Good morning, Jim. Welcome. Good. Good morning. Uh, we appreciate having you on board. If you could just get us started, tell everybody a little bit about uh, ViewSpection and what kind of uh, products and services you have. Absolutely, Paul. Uh, Chris, um, thanks. So what ViewSpection does, very simply, we're delivering on-site actionable underwriting data at submission um, by engaging the policyholder. So I've got a loss control background, run a loss control company doing traditional field inspections. And uh, several years ago, we saw the opportunity to um, take a look at other ways of getting that loss control information to the underwriter in ways that they can leverage it. Great. So on that front end, I mean, I've noticed a lot of times insurance carriers always seem to be cutting back. They outsource all kinds of things, premium audit, inspections, the whole nine yards. This is something that it, it appears that the, the agent can help out with, it can help develop a relationship with the client, get the underwriter the information they need. Um, just you, for both you, Jim and Chris, how have you seen that working? Are, are carriers rather receptive to this? Because it seems like a great way to improve efficiencies. Well, it's still a differentiator. If a, a carrier and especially an agent does um, upfront loss control and underwriting information, engaging the policyholder, they're different than the norm. Um, and agents are, are pushing back on this because the agents typically do it. So they're like, why should I do this? And um, I'm second generation loss control. So I remember 30 or 40 years ago when the agent was the loss control person, they were visiting everyone that they insured. So there was a different dynamic. That's interesting, Jim, that you said like, you know, how agents used to actually visit what it was they insured. And that's a completely foreign concept to most of the young people I meet in, at the agency level today. <clears throat> it's like, you mean I got to go visit who I got to go. I can't do it all electronically. And one of the things I've seen with InsureTech in the last uh, year and a half is InsureTech's promise to the carriers and everybody is we can cut cost by cutting corners. And one of the corners they cut is zero inspections. And I've had the opportunity to see the results of what they think they're insuring versus what they are insuring. And, um, you know, it's probably like the difference between houses on Mars and houses on um, the Golden Mile of Chicago or, you know, the better parts of Miami Beach or Newport Beach in California. There is zero correlation between what it looks like on the app and what's happening in reality. Um, and uh, But that's the price of cutting corners. I think ViewSpection has a great solution there. 
Well, it is a price of cutting corners and insure tech now as it reaches maturity. Um, what we're starting to see is loss ratios that are that are mm-hmm. going crazy, over 150 percent. And you can't not look at a place because you do run into surprises. So underwriting blind or just relying on better view or hazard hub and it doesn't give you that on-site information you know we had a, a, a client who you know insured based on um, public data uh, satellite imagery etc and then when there was a fire and the firemen couldn't get in because it was a hoarder they couldn't get their hoses inside the door wow wow and you know you I think what you're saying there's a really, really good example of it. A pretty significant E&O claim I saw was, and it's kind of an interesting one about all the satellite information, right? So it was a multiple, there was a bunch of buildings, 15, 20 buildings on the property. And it was in a, a real leafy area. The satellite images were in the summer. The agent didn't go visit the property. And they missed some of the buildings that were hidden by the leafy trees. No insurance, fire came through, and um, the agent had to pay for those buildings. Yeah, you brought up a point earlier, Chris, of, you know, hey, can't I do this digitally? Do I have to visit this place? And, you know, um, one, the agent typically isn't being paid to do that. They're more into the sales versus the service. Uh, I truly believe, though, that the agent can't be a risk manager, can't be a trusted advisor, not putting their eyeballs on anything other than that, you know, overview from 35,000 feet, and it's just covered with trees. Um, they can engage with the policyholder and get something. And, and the it's not so important the tech. It's not so important which workflow, but it's engaging with the policyholder and doing it in a multiple of ways that uh, that information is upfront. It's not 30 or 40 days later when a traditional field inspection comes back in, but it can go in with the submission. And it's amazing how many requirements and things fall away when you can get information at day one, not day 40. What you used to need and what every underwriter would require um, doesn't really fit anymore when you can deliver that, uh, the really important actionable information up front. You know, what are the five really big things that the underwriter needs for that line of business? Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I mean, it seems like technology, right? I don't want to even admit to being this old, but I remember I had a a Polaroid camera and you'd go out and you'd snap a few photos, you know, flap them around, send them in. (laughs) It it obviously is so much better. There's these aerial uh, photographs that talk about, is this a good roof? There's the drive-by on Google uh, and there's all kinds of this uh, AI technology that's supposed to make everything all better and everything uh, less expensive and, and automate everybody out of the, all the humans out of the process. <laughs> it just seems like, uh, are we living in the past? Mm-hmm. The, um, you know, all those are good points. I think that there's this continuum and it starts with something like, you know, aerial imagery 
Um, that's a great start. So let's see what the roof looks like. Let's see if there's a pool. Let's see what the outbuildings look like. Are there trees overhanging? These are the classic pieces. Okay, good. Check, check. Now, you can't fly drones inside of somebody's house. So, um, you know, even if it's uh, beautifully done outside, new siding, new windows, new roof, it doesn't mean that any of the utilities, any of the housekeeping is, is as good as the outside. So, you know, now we need to bring in this next level of engaging the policyholder to, to do that, to uh, basically we let's boil the really critical questions down to an image, something that they can capture in 10 minutes of their time. And that is either, it's going to do one of two things. It's going to say, hey, this is a nice risk. I can tell because I'm an underwriter and I don't need AI to, to tell me from these images that this is a good risk or a bad risk. And now also then Point two is uh, maybe the pictures from the policyholder identify a need to do a physical visit and and or a video guided um, walkthrough. There's so many different options, but um, you know, and that's not even getting into how we can leverage and engage that. Like you had mentioned, Paul, of uh, future selling, um, deeper engagement, cross selling, you know, et cetera. So this tool then isn't isn't something that the agents out there listening are thinking, man, I, I'm going to have to drive all over Kingdom Come all the time. And and instead of a Polaroid, I've just got a, an iPhone now. This is a completely different thing you're talking about. Right, right. And, you know, it's a tool that, that ViewSpection offers, but there it, it's also available, you know, through loss control vendors, um, you know, who have, through COVID, I mean, uh, the web apps started to proliferate as we definitely had to walk away from field inspections. And that still happens today. We do field inspections. We're constantly, you know, running into people who, who have active COVID and, and are quarantined and locked down. Um, but yes, the, the, it is, in you can order a, a self-service inspection app driven or web driven get it back from the policy shoulder that day this is commercial residential or farm so that's what i mean that can happen at submission but what's going on is the workflow process for loss control and information for the underwriter is always it can traditionally and still is uh, at a vendor place. So 30 or 40 days later, you'll get that report. The agent needs to be able to um, be engaged in that process, paid for that. We need to take the money that's going to uh, a, a field visit and take that, put it on the front end and engage both the agent and the policyholder to do it. But it's a big change. A lot aren't going to do it, but the ones who do are going to differentiate themselves. They're going to be different, but they want, they're going to have to be, want to be a service oriented person. It can't just be close the sale, walk away. Correct. I, and, and this isn't just a front end thing. I know, Chris, you were you probably have a story about the claim scenarios when this type of a thing can really be a benefit. Yeah, Paul, it's, um, I live, for those that don't know, listening, I live in Colorado and over like so many parts of the West over the last few years, there's been some pretty massive wildfires. And um, just this last January, 
approximately a thousand homes burned in the suburbs of Boulder, Colorado. It wasn't even in a wildfire zone. So one of the problems that has been reported in the local press is that some insurance companies are really making it very, very difficult to get claims settled. And um, one of the lines, one of the paragraphs, one of the newspaper articles was that a couple of insurance companies are literally insisting on somebody telling uh, the, the policyholder counting or giving to the adjuster how many pairs of socks they had and what conditions were the socks in. <laughs> and, you know, on and on. And I'm reading that and I'm just making, it may, kind of makes my stomach sick about our industry if this is happening. This is, that's ridiculous. Your whole house burns down, cut a check, be done. It doesn't matter how many socks somebody has. Do you want me to count the socks that are partial? The ones where the dryer rate, I have three and a half pairs of socks. Write me a check for three and a half pairs of socks. It's ridiculous. But view inspection and having this video service is one of the real key um, solutions to this. And there's a couple of reasons why you know it, it helps so much. One is <clears throat> if anyone's ever actually tried to take an inventory of their house or their office or anything like that manually, that's mind-numbing and takes forever and just isn't any fun and it's almost never going to happen. But with something like view inspection and video service, you can make it happen and it doesn't take all that much time. And another real advantage came up yesterday in the meeting I was in. Somebody had actually, it was pretty neat. Somebody had actually um, taken a video of everything in their house, but they were storing it in their house. And they had nothing off site. And it's like, all right, well, you know, if um, if the house burns down, all of that documentation is going with it. What's your offsite storage plan? Right. So I think that's one of the real these are the advantages of something like view inspection really has at the policyholder level, the agency level when, a, when there's a bad claim. Mm. You know, we have to set up for the moment of truth for it to be successful when there is a claim. And that's the moment of truth. And hopefully the agent is involved there as well, to some extent, I believe they should be. Mm -hmm. But setting up for success is video um, and or getting um, imagery, uh, photos of the interiors. Let's just First off, say, okay, let's say there was never any loss control done, whether it was vendor or self-service. So we've got no images. We're blind. So at the front end with, with uh, view inspection, they can do 10 seconds um, blasts of video. So they're in their bedroom, 10 seconds. You can capture 360 degrees. You just keep every all your doors and drawers open. You've got a pretty good count, even of socks, you know, hey, look at that's a drawer full of socks. How many? Well, they've got to be 20. Um, so we cover Chris's point there. So it's setting it up for success that now we we've got that that information and um, it is simple too of, um, of it, the agent can 
encourage them with the the story that Chris just shared. Hey, if you did have a loss and you don't have this video, um, you're going to have a tough time getting. They may deny. So uh, it's a place of engagement. Only it's only something that can come from the agent's mouth. The, the, they And it only happens at point of sale when we have two engaged buyers and sellers. The, the, the policy holder, once they buy their policy, they are on to the weekend. They are on to something else. It is only at this very small window of time when they're buying their insurance, uh, all the agent has to do is say, hey, I need you to do this. I suggest that you do this. If you don't do this, this could happen. And this is where it happens. Five days later, when it's bound and the underwriter comes back and says, hey, can you do this? It's like crickets. So, and I know how important it is. We just had our car stolen a few months ago. And it was it was a surprise to me. The carrier came back and said, hey, what was in your car? I'm like, huh. And I could not even um, totally capture what was in the car, just a car, not our house. So um, I can only imagine what it would be like to try and replicate what you had. But if you could go back to video that's stored in the cloud, even if it's 10 seconds of um, video in each room, you've got something that you don't have. And then... The agent has that possibility of following up in the future at renewal and saying, hey, we got some great video. I noticed, um, though, that we don't have much in the garage and you've got a lot of tools. So why don't we, you know, at renewal, let's capture that. Here's here's the app. That is a great solution. It's such a great point to as you're telling that story, I'm thinking about what's in my car. I don't know. I mean, I really, I couldn't make a very good list of even what's in my car. It's, it's, and then you go through the claim and all that other stress. And I hope that, I hope that you had a good adjuster and I hope that it's working out well, as well as possible for you. Yeah. You know, as usual, anyone who goes through a claims process, it's a learning experience and what we should have done and what we could have done, um, two different things. Um, but the, I think it's an outlier, but I mean, perhaps our agent could have spoken with us and alerted us, Hey, you know, um, I would love to have a copy of your video of the inventory in your house. And I will, I'll keep a copy here for you. You know, I mean, that can be an ask. Um, and, and, and maybe from our experience, then he could in the future say to his other folks, Hey, you've got three cars. Um, you should, do a little video, a little inventory in there too, because it, it, it did come up to quite a bit. Wow. Wow. And at least I've been thinking about it. It's a way to almost make an intangible sale, just add mm-hmm. a little bit of tangibility to it, right? They've actually done something. There's actually something there that is, uh, like you say, a differentiator. It's, uh, it's a service a little more on the front end from uh, effort but saves buku amounts of effort um, mm-hmm. on the back end. I would really like to see the agents, uh, the, the carriers flip from uh, spending or allotting $150 budget for inspections for a residential or $250 for a commercial 
And, um, you know, what would $50 do in the pocket of the agent to encourage them to do work? Work should not come without comp. And it, it's a service then that, that can be leveraged because this information now is only being leveraged in a very narrow aspect of underwriting post bind. You know, here's the recommendations, here's the things you should do. And uh, the agent may never even eyeball it, even though it, it, it may be sent over as a PDF. So what we need to do, and what is, as Paul was saying, differentiate is the agent can get that up front, utilize it across the life cycle, across many points of the life cycle. And I'm tired of hearing agents say, hey, nobody responds to me. I don't know what to say, you know, through the 12 months leading. What do I, how can I get them to engage? Well, I mean, there's lots of things you're not doing. Absolutely. And for those that say, well, the companies are never going to pay us that extra $50. You have the opportunity if you'll, again, it takes effort. If, ever, if it was easy and free, everybody would do it. But it takes effort, but you can charge fees. The agents listening to this podcast, this, the rules and the laws from one state to another vary. But this is a risk management tool. So you can charge fees for risk management. It's got to be done the right way. Look at your state regulations but you don't even have to wait on the carrier to change it. And what my clients find in personal lines and commercial lines across the board is if it's tr of true value, it's weird, but clients don't actually mind paying the extra fee. So one way or another, everybody but the lazy, sloppy people win. And the plaintiff attorneys lose because they are going to make less money suing you for the failure to do your job well. Well, that's a good note to end on. That's a ha that's a happy note right there. Not not giving plaintiff attorneys their uh, their cake. So fantastic. Well, Jim, thank you so much for uh, for joining us today and for um, explaining a little bit more about the product. If people want to learn more, um, how do how do you suggest they go about doing that? Yes, our our website's uspection.com. There's a surprise for you, and. Um, you know, happy to, to, to chat and talk and, and look to how we can be of service to help set up success in um, underwriting claims, loss control. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate everybody uh, listening in and we'll talk at you next time. Thank you. Thank you.